Good morning, good morning once again. When God says expect the unexpected, it's expect whatever. <laughs> understand? Whatever. Thank you, God. Thank Him for it already. How about that? But seriously, I'm seeing a whole other side of God that I've never seen before. He's more like straight to it. Like, get on there. Okay, Father. I'm seeing more of a father, you know, more than more of a God. Get on there. Okay. But he's very respectful with it. Don't get me wrong. Hallelujah. I begin to, you know, just make some changes. Some necessary changes. Physical changes. I was like, you know, I'm going to start the day. I'm going to start the day. Back into the routine. Working out. You know, get myself fit again. Then I go around the way. I said, okay. I'm not the only one by myself who's been sitting at home eating good. We've been eating good, y'all, for the past two years. You understand? At home eating. You know, and I was like, you know, I ain't by myself, you know what I'm saying? You know, I call it, like the man said, increase. God. It can't be every mirror, you know what I'm saying? Telling me something that, you know, I don't see. I said, God, I gotta, you know, I gotta work on this. I gotta work on this. I gotta work on this thing. You know, I can't lose it and gain it back. My God. Jesus, it come back faster than you're losing it, right? Jesus. My God. I was like, Jesus. Hallelujah. Left out the house. It was like 007. Ain't want nobody to see me. You know what I'm saying? You like, gain a little bit of pounds. You know, like, duh, 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 duh. For real, though. But I thank God that you give me the time to make the change. Yeah, it starts today. I said this morning, you know. <laughs> It's still morning, you know what I'm saying? But I thought I was going to be out there like 7 o'clock in the morning. But I ate, you know, I ate a salad, you know what I'm saying? I ate a salad, oh God. <laughs> but seriously, when we about something, we be about it. Be about it. Let's be about it. Hallelujah. I love that. I can say it all day. You know, I'm going to lose. I'm going to tone. I'm going to tone. I'm going to change this. I'm going to change that. But if I don't apply it, if I don't put no action to it, it's going to just still be a same. So I began to look at my arms. I was like, okay, you know, it's all right, you know what I'm saying? Let's start moving them. I'm like, oh God, they moving back. Jesus Christ. Right, God. My body talking back to me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Seriously. And some of us may say, you talk for yourself. I'm going to eat these ribs. But seriously, though, I got to. I got to stay on top of it. I got to. You understand? Seriously. I was like, where did this come from? You know, I just lost. I mean, did I, did I even lose or did I just throw it out of here? What y'all think? Don't tell me. I'll never forget the comedian said, tell me when I'm gaining weight. I want to know. Don't tell me. <laughs> no, let me just see myself. You know, it might take me a little longer than you. You know what I'm saying? These jeans getting small. Nah, these jeans, you know, they just shrunk in the dryer. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't have dried you know, dry these. You understand? But sitting at home, it's like having an opportunity to really sit before God. And it's okay to eat. You're at home with the food. But we just got to, you know, maintain everything that we do. We got to maintain everything. You know what I'm saying? Everything. We can't let go one habit and, you know, grab hold to a new habit. You know, I let go cigarettes and I picked up sweets. I'm like, you know, I can't do that. I never really ate sweets that much before. But now when I let go of that habit, I grabbed onto that. And it can't be a habit. You understand? I'm being honest. I got to ma- maintain, manage these things. 
Especially even when it comes to our resources. We got to manage these things. Because God picks us up every time we fall. For doing things that we know we shouldn't. You know, it's been many a times I spent money on things that, you know. Oh, I did what I wasn't supposed to do with it. And then I said, God, fix it. Please. I'm on a negative. Fix it. God. Give me somebody else's account. You understand? That's not now, but I'm saying, you understand? Fix it, God. So many times I have done that. I never shop for me to, you know, per se, to spend things that I need on things that, you know, it's just farmers and saving things. See, when you're not used to having money accumulating because you're so used to spending it on bills all the time, when you get to see money, you're like, oh, okay, I got something. I got something. Okay, something in there. Oh, God, where are your hands in there? If you got money in there, I'm trying to tell you. I was like, okay, couldn't tell me nothing. All about the Benjamins, baby. We're just playing with it, though. Then I was like, okay, I can, I can get this. I can use this. I can use that. But we got to, you know, really consult with God with everything. God, what are you thinking about this money? What do you want me to do with this money? Like God putting money in my hand. I want you to go and do this tomorrow. At the post office. Okay. Done. Done, my Lord. Done. Thank you for reminding me. I got to make a stop at Staples first. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Oh, okay. On the second. Okay. Thank you. It's like with everything. Father, what am I wearing? Is this okay for me to wear? Is it too revealing? You know, it's okay to show, you know, a little bit of skin. Am I showing too much? God will tell me everything I need. Because the beauty really comes from within. There's nothing that can substitute how you feel really within. Money can't do it. God has sent me to some people's homes and I'm like, come on, wow. You living like this? And they will all say the same thing. I would trade you for boldness. Let me be bold like that. And that's how God bless us. To give them a word to set them free. Now you bold with your home. You ain't got traded in now. You understand? And sometimes the situation can cause us to take our eyes and focus off of you know, how he was really seeing the thing from God's point of view. Because I never looked at, you know, my living situation or even compared mine to anybody else. But I have. And I did. And I'm being honest about it. I did. I was like, Father, they got some nice homes, you know. Um, you know, I, preach, I started looking around at my own place. I'm like, you know, um, you know, it's all right. You know, I thank you for, you know what I'm saying. Would it be somewhere where I invite somebody? You know, you could just stay, you know. In the living room by the door. You understand? Seriously. But I thank God it's not like that now. You know, I thank God that he cleans things up for us. And have us, I see you. And have us come here, please. And have us, my God. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Yes. I lift up my sister. And I just want to release upon my sister love. My love for you, my sister. I will get in touch with you today, my sister. 
I'm just speaking these words in the atmosphere and to my brother. Oh, God. Oh God, oh God. We love each other, but we not no Brady Bunch. You understand? No Partridge family. We more like the hillbillies. <laughs> we raw with it. I'm just playing. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. That's how I know these not tears of sorrow because you can smile in the midst of you shedding tears. It's so much joy because God is causing us to become stronger. You know, I just thank God for that. I'm very affectionate because of God. I'm the one that be like, come here, give me a hug. I just hugged you three times, man. Oh, God, come here, give me another one. I miss you. Come here, give me a kiss. Don't do, give me a kiss. God. You ever see somebody, I'm not going to say uptight, but they so serious. <laughs> oh, God. And you grab them up and kiss them all over the place. They're like, dang. You understand? They can't do nothing about it. But they may feel strange because they're not used to that type of affection. You understand? I don't do it to everybody. You understand? But I feel led to do it. I do so. But um, I was like, God, you know, look at my look how I'm living. You know, can you help me? Can you help this? You know, I was embarrassed about a lot of things. And God said me testify. It's okay. I was embarrassed by, you know, you know, even not the schools I went to, but how I took it for granted. You know, I was like, you know. I wanted to go to college. I wanted to take up, you know, criminal justice, you know, forensic files type of thing. I was like, no, you're not doing that. You know, you, your forensic files is in the word, you know, pinpoint the mysteries in the word. For real, no. And I do that, though. But I still, you know, see other things when I, you know, encounter dreams about, you know, solving crimes and lifting them up before God that they never come to pass. And that's how they be solved. But God showed me ahead of time it was set up to, you know, be against people and even to myself and it doesn't happen because I cast it down every time. To have such a gift to be in the face and the presence of Satan. I'm going to tell you how threatened he is. He won't show his face. Now I've seen his face in different disguises, but he would not show his face. He would show everything else, his dark garments. He would show where he reside at in the pit. This time he was in a different place. In the pit. And the thing about it is, it expands the more that we come under his influence. Because it went from being inside of a small, dark tunnel type of room. Rats and rodents, you eating rats and rodents. So now you sitting on the couch. You have a window. So that's not from you. That's from us as children of God giving you our power, giving you, you know, our authority. And you're using it against us. But we take it back. See, when you have a voice, he's intimidated by that. And he will try everything he can to shut us up. And we got to try everything we can to not be quiet. And how he did that in a dream last night. I felt this ankle, the ankle of Satan. I couldn't feel nothing else. In the, I couldn't barely see the belly move. I was just feeling, is this you, Christ, I'm in front of? But it doesn't feel like it. But every time I encounter Satan, you let me know you're there. But this time you didn't. This must be something new. And I felt his feet. And I reached up for the hands. 
Because you know, if you grab Christ by the hand, he's going to do what if you down? He's going to lift you up. This was just symbolic. This is not a prophecy. Because I'm not down, I'm up. But Christ was just showing me how much he really hate us. Instead of him pulling me up, he balled up my fingers and tried to break them as I reached out. But they couldn't be broken. And all I can think of is, how evil are you? Give me my hand back. And I said, God, how come when you give me these encounters, you don't give me much to say? You don't have me exercise my authority. And God would say, because all you have to do is be quiet. You don't have to say nothing. He threatened by your presence. I want you to encounter him because every time you do, you become more empowered and more fired up. See, the thing is, I'm aware of that. But I'm not aware when it happens. That's why God say, expect the unexpected. It's not to expect the wrong things to be, to be expected. No, you got to expect you know, God's point of view, God's perspective. My life looked like this today, but I expect the unexpected. Then I'm expecting God to show up and show out today for tomorrow. Because I take no thoughts for tomorrow. I thank God he turned it for me. He turned it for you. I never, was a, I never was a woman who wanted what other people have. I was happy for you. Yes, thank God for them because I knew God had a day for me. Everybody have a day. I experienced a day. I experienced a day. I experienced a, a visitation. I experienced it. Waited my whole life for that day, that moment. When Christ show up and it's blessing upon, blessing upon, blessing upon, blessing upon, blessing upon. This means you got to stir yourself up to continue to receive the blessing upon, blessing upon, blessing upon. You understand? And it was blessing upon blessing. When Christ showed up at the right time, when I thought that everything was just rock bottom. Now, your only way is, is up from here. Let's go. Hallelujah. I thank God that he's my only source. Source of information. And when I mean that, he's, he's our source, our only source. But what I mean, I mean far as in sometimes, you know, we can have people in our path. That you know, and God won't have me to say nothing. Quenisha, come to me. Come to me. And that's how God is with us. Come to Him. Don't be ashamed to come to Him. I thank God for it. I can feel people that was disregarding me are starting to want to be around me. And guess what? No one's at fault. Not us as each other. It's glory in everything. I don't have nothing negative to say about anything that I've been through. I just thank God I'm here. That's what I'm glad about. I'm like Moses. Like, I mean, yes, Moses too, but like Joseph, I'm here. My brother's here. And I know he wondered about them all that time. You know, you can't get those years back. Growing up and everything. Becoming more and more of a man. 
seeing people getting free from prison in front of you or coming out and being murdered and them two men asked you know you had a dream what, what does this dream no I had a dream what does this mean and they both were terrible dreams regarding those two men and it happened now imagine that in the midst of it happening all you could do is think about that man's dream that he said to you for it to happen Imagine how Joseph felt knowing what he drank, knowing it would come true. Looking at them men in the face like, this your last day here. Or you got a couple of more days and this is going to happen. You're not even aware. If they wouldn't have asked Joseph, he wouldn't have said anything. They had the dreams. He just interpreted. But I'm sure walking around prophetic, you already saw it. Hallelujah. And I just thank God so much for how he turned our lives around. Yes. Father, you did. You did. I remember those days, guys. I was wondering, when am I going to get up from here? I'm, I, I know too much to be where I am. How did I even get like this? But I didn't really do much about it. And even when you feel like people turned their back on you, guess what? Extend your hand. We can't focus on that. We're going further than this. We got to let those things go. Let them go. Whatever happened yesterday, let it go. This morning, two hours ago, let it go. Father, Jesus. We all ask who's in the body, what must I do to be saved? And to continue to do that because I know I am safe. I went from having, I had to get rid of, you know, everything in my trunk. My car got towed. It wasn't even supposed to get towed. I was in a park, a free parking zone, a visitor's parking zone. And I went to the, you know, the management and they said, we didn't call. So who called on me? That was a personal call? How mean was that? And you know how much it costs to get your car, so it's like, what, 150 And it's, it's additional 50 every day? And I was looking at the car, is it worth it? I mean, you know. Is it worth it? And I thank God, you know, when I made the move with Christ, you know, letting the old lifestyle behind, leaving it behind, I said, leave the car back there too. I don't want the vehicle. I don't want nothing from what I got delivered from. Everything was in the car I thought I lost. But guess what? God grabbed me favor to get it all back. And, and I went from what? Losing all those clothes, which I thought I did. Ended up with just the clothes on my back. And now my closet is filled. You know what, Father? You know what, Father? Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. 
My sons too. I don't care how you took that stimulus. That stimulus was, you know, increased from God to me. Came out of nowhere. Not even expecting the unexpected and it still showed up. And not just once. God said, take that, sow your seed. Sure. Sure. No problem. Sometimes God will take everything out of your hand, out of your account, for you to become humble about what he's about to place in your hand and in your account. You can't care about it. I, you know, I don't been to the point, I, I don't have no cares in the world. No cares. It don't matter if the IRS comes to my door. Hey, how you doing? Welcome. Would you like something to eat? We coming to give you a bill. I notice. Would you like something to eat? Thank you. I, I give it up to God. Thank you. Thank you for coming. I never seen somebody so nice to get a bill. Seeing myself be so favored and you too. Thank God for that. Because you go get your son some clothes. Get you some clothes. Get you and your son some shoes. Get you some food. Don't worry about the rent. Don't worry about any bill. I'll take care of it. He did. That's what he does. He take care of it. God. God. Don't you worry about a thing. I got you. He got you too. I'm serious. I never forget when I first rededicated my life to Christ. In my church home, I was at the altar every service. Because I was still doing the same thing when I left the congregation every day. I didn't want to. I feel guilty, but I was still doing it. Because I'm trying to figure out how can I stop myself from these worldly addictions instead of just saying father I spend time with you <laughs> I have a whole host of angels just sitting behind me and <laughs> you have some around you too they love when you testify you know I just thank God for it it went from me you know having IOUs from you know grocery stores Getting food for me and my child to making it right, letting them know here. And they was like, no, keep the money. It's okay, you know, it's all right. I'll never forget a time I was in the McDonald's bathroom before I got my food. And I tried to freshen up the best way I could without, you know, being where I'm comfortable at. And this lady who worked there was older lady. She was giving me a hard time. You're not coming in here, freshening up your hair and putting on your makeup. You're not doing that. And I was like, are we supposed to be together? <laughs> are we supposed to look out for each other? <laughs> and she was like, you know, don't come. You know, not, not, she can't tell me not to come because I'm ordering food and it's a public bathroom. But she would try to act like she's cleaning, you know, when I come. So I couldn't do what I wanted to do. And I was like, how mean can you be, lady? God, we are sisters. You should be able to relate. But every time something like that happened, I would go to God and say, you know what, Father? Forgive them for they know not what they do. Because I'm going to try, I'm going to, I ain't going to try, I'm going to tell you. I have witnessed people doing things to children of God 
for no reason at all and see the punishment that comes with it. At one time, guys, I even said something about it and I shouldn't have did that. Now, I'm going to tell you when I'm wrong. Yes, I was wrong. Yeah, I had an old, you know, an old supervisor and, you know, she's about maybe 450, you know, pounds. And she was just like, you know, very good person. Don't get me wrong. Very nice. I don't have nothing bad to say about nobody. Of course not. I love you. But what happened is, you know, it was a lot of things going on, you know, negatively coming my way for no reason. And, I, you know, one of the reasons was is that, you know, I made her sick. You know, that's the, the phrase that it was, you know, being said to me because I was so energetic. I moved around and I worked out all the time and and I was eating all I wanted to eat, but I wasn't putting no weight on. And she and she felt like, you know, skinny little man. <laughs> you understand? She was one of those people who had a lot to say about skinny folks. Like, you know, I got to keep going through all this. Need problems. Okay, well, put the chicken wings down on there. You know, pick up a celery stick. You understand? Don't get mad at me. You understand? Because I was just swallowing chicken by the hole. You understand? But I was just so active. And the more active you become, the more faster your metabolism become. And you burn off what you eating. You know, before you even eat it, you burnt it off. She didn't like that. So I, got, I guess I got tired of the persecution. So I, I was like, you know what? God said, you know... He said what he said about don't mess with his anointing. But I would never say that in nobody's face. But I knew that scripture came to mind. And the next day I was like, you know, such such not coming to work today? No, she done fell out of the steps. And, you know, Q would be like, oh, wow, let me go call. I was like, good. Mess with me. Mess with a child of God. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, I said it around people. That's what happened when you mess with a child of God. Things like that happen. Who else want to mess with me? Who else want to mess with me? I'm not like I'm Debo. Who wants some of this? Who wants some of this? You understand? No, we can't sit God. That's why God me to use that message. We can't sit God on people. You know, I would never do that. I never did that ever again. No. And she found out I said that. So she really got pissed. Oh, you, oh, you said that? Oh, you said, oh, God. <laughs> I'm so glad she didn't sit on me. You understand? I'm trying to tell you. She could have if she wanted to. But I'm, I was too fast for that. You got to catch me first. I'm like smoky. You understand? <laughs> day day off of Friday. You know what I'm saying? Running from, you know, baby D. For real though, I was like, God, forgive me for that. I was wrong. I can't do that. We here for each other. We can't have people thinking that God going to bless me and not bless you because you're not walking the way you're supposed to walk. He still gave his son for you too. That's the good news. See, the thing is, it's not good news amongst those who walk in, you know, in the way they're supposed to. It's good news for everybody. You understand? And I thank God that I'm free. It feels good to be free indeed. Yes, old things passed away. God is saying, you know, lift up your brother and your sister. I lift them up, Father. We had a very good upbringing. Me being a middle child, it's like I kind of spoiled my brother. And I always encouraged my sister, you know. And I, I, have, I would never, turn, you know, trade my siblings in for the world. For the world. No. But what I can honestly say, and I feel so good to say, guys, that nobody who knows me can say Q has ever did me wrong. Disrespect me. 
you know, put me down, took from me anything. But I made mistakes in other areas, like not walking successfully, not knowing who I am. So I couldn't be a better sister to you with the times when I know what I'm supposed to do. And I thank God that we still uplift each other. People may say, you've been away? They're definitely going to tell you the truth. Oh, you've been away? I haven't seen you in years. You know, you look great. How you doing? Yeah, you understand? And God can pull us away or pull them away for such a time as this. Especially if you're a vulnerable person as I was. I was very vulnerable because so many tragic things that was happening around me, even in the community, I grew up so afraid. Duck down, duck down, duck, gunshot, gunshot. Oh my God, oh my God. You understand that kind of upbringing? <laughs> I was a little afraid to even walk the streets. You know, witnessing drugs, you know, around in the home, you know. Alcohol abuse and, you know, physical abuse, verbal abuse, all these things. And I thank God that my son, you know, gets a brand new start. Because, you know, I grew him up with just me and him. But when I, you know, just got deceived by marrying the wrong man, by walking in deception, you know, some things that I didn't want him to see, but some things he couldn't help but to hear. And he hated it. But he was supportive to me because he loved me. My mom, I just love her. That's what she makes her happy then, but I hate it. And I'm so glad you don't have to live like that anymore. Because this is not how marriage is supposed to be. This is not how you're supposed to live, period. Forget the marriage. You don't live like this, son. You know I taught you better than this. So why am I even doing this? And he never said that one time. Mom, but you said. Now when he was saving me what I saved, when it comes to me crying in the car, and I don't want him to see, and he, he, he looking and seeing, you know, your children know, no matter how much you try to hide it. Because I didn't know what we was going to go next or what was going to happen next, but I just trust in God about it. But sometimes you got to really stir yourself up because you don't know what you're acting about to do. Oh, encounter. You know it's getting dark outside and you know you just have a vehicle. And money in your pocket that you're trying to last. And he said, didn't you say, mom, that God said that he supply all our needs? Now you hear this from a kid. Like, you're right, son. You're right. Wipe your eyes. Stop crying. You're right, son. You're right. Now people saying to me, you might lost some things, but you never lost your son. You kept your son. Now the people that were around you that got all the, the homes and the money and the jobs and everything that you didn't have at the time and wondering why you going, you falling down and not helping you to get back up and now look at them, but it's not to say no, ha ha ha, no, come on with me. I know the way. The way I'm going, the way you're going too. You understand? You notice people's lifestyles, you notice it ain't what they, you know, was cracked up to be. 
you might got a big house and you might got, you know, I mean, a real big home and you might look like you're prospering, but inside your home is, you know, it's a lot of chaos and drama. No one's listening to the parents and kids are so spoiled. They doing what they want to do. And, and you see a little boy like my son humbled. And I thank God, you know, for everything being the way it was. I don't have any regrets to say I would change anything. I just thank God we're here now. How about that? So happy. My son, he go along with anything. But he would stand up for himself, of course. But, you know, he don't look at the bad and be... I didn't raise him like that. Little boy, he was smoking in his mother's car. She said, what you doing smoking in my car? He said, Mom, that's my friend in school. Everybody is friend in school. Just because you go to his school, you're my friend. Yes, I is. That's my friend in school. I know smoking is bad, but he's still a good person. See what I'm saying? I still talk to him every day. He's still a good person. I have boys came to me in the past. was like, you know, we got David. He good. He don't bother nobody. He makes sure everybody good. One day I got on him so bad. Where your coat? Where's your, I just got that coat. Where your coat? And he didn't want to tell me. I gave it to somebody else, mom. You know? I thought people with these group of guys were taking my son lunch money. And they weren't. He was giving it up. He was giving it up. That's why kids in the school, they be looking off him. I be like, hold on. Who homework is this? Yours or theirs? They did it for me. No, you do it yourself. <laughs> you do it yourself. So you can learn. You don't have to worry about ever being embarrassed. You know, he's getting better and better at things. And the kids in the school, they help him do it. Nah, David good. David cool. He a sweetheart. He cool. He ain't no bad boy. He don't smoke and drink and all. You know, he don't fault us for doing it. He just stay to himself and do his own thing. That's what he does. We can feel the presence on him that we never seen. And then the school had her that messaged me. Thank you for having your son come to this school. We need his presence here. Some kid got to school with a gun. And another kid had another gun. And they told us after it happened. That could have been in my son's class. But I look at it like this. My son got God with him. So whether it's in his class or not, it did not prosper because no weapon form should ever prosper to a child of God. Come on, somebody. My son would give his life for anybody. That's why I, I could never beat him. The last time I beat him, and he was like, would you like some, me to fix you something to eat? Oh, my God. You said what to me? Oh, God. Put me to shame immediately. I'll never beat that boy. I love that. Hallelujah. It been so many times. God, you got me testifying. What's up with that? It's okay. It been times I was like, you know, I'm sorry, son. I can't give you the best in the world, you know? Especially during holidays. I'm like, God darn, yo. Here come Christmas again. You know, but the thing is, he said, Mom, didn't you teach me that the reason for the season is Christ, our Savior? Yeah, we're going to have presents, but that's the ultimate gift, right? God, yes. And it can be people who come near you and just brag about what they have. And I've been around a lot of people like that. Bragging and bragging. You understand? But I just thank God, you know, 
that me and my son is where we are now. <laughs> this is not final for us right here. But I thank God we're not where we was at first. I thank God for you too. Hallelujah. God say, get ready at 12 o'clock to go for that walk. <laughs> okay. Hallelujah. I just thank God for everything. All the art projects that I did with my son, you know. God said you could just do new ones. Don't don't even focus on the old ones. Just do new ones. You know. I just thank God for him. God brought us a mighty long way. You know, he never once complained. He never once said, but mom, never. He never even looked angry before. I never saw him angry. He might have looked frustrated, but he have never looked angry. I don't even know what that looked like on my son's face. He never cried about anything besides, you know, getting, you know, corrected with a, a belt. But that was, you know, a long ago. And the last time I actually whooped him, he didn't even cry. I was like, you know, he was just taking it. I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't feel right doing this. I started thinking about Kunta Kinte and them. I was like, hold on, what am I doing here? You understand? That stuff hurts. That hurts. How many times I got spanking and did it again? That stuff hurt. I said to myself, I ain't getting no spanking no more. I, I wish you would spank me, mother, but I ain't said to her face stuff. I know I never did. I would never just hurt my mom. You ain't spanking me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Seriously. Couldn't stand it. One time I was threatening to run away. I was like, I'm running away. I can't, I can't go home and get spanked. When you get home, you won't get a beat. No, I'm not. I won't be coming home then. God. It was nice knowing y'all. <laughs> Just make sure you give me something to eat. Oh, God. Leave me some food out, you know, on, on the steps. Jesus. And I didn't get no spanking. Because they realized, you know, a parent knows when it's enough is enough. You willing to run away and put me through all of that so you wouldn't get one? That means you can't take it anymore. Never did in the first place. <laughs> you understand? Jeez. Those weren't no spankers. I don't know what that was called. I'm trying to tell you. I don't know what that was called. That wasn't no spanking. Spanking is bat, 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 and that's it. I don't know what that was. I'm trying to, I don't know what that was. Couldn't sit down for days. You understand? But I thank God, you know, for everything that we are encountering now. Hallelujah. I thank God that my son always said, you're the best mom in the world. You're my queen. And I say, you're the best son in the world. You're my prince. You understand? He loves the fact that I showed him the bigger picture. It was like, son, silver and gold, I have not. But such I have is this. You understand? It's like now that he encountered the such as this, now God putting the resources in our hand to enjoy. Hallelujah. I thank God for that. On his 16th birthday, I'm thinking about taking him outside the country, but I don't know where. It won't be my missionary trips. Knowing him, he would rather do that than have fun. That is fun to him. But I want to take him somewhere that's very nice out the country. You know, enjoy Take him on a cruise or something, you know, on his 16th birthday, you know. I want to celebrate my son. 
In fact, I want to celebrate them every day. Because God has blessed me with a great kid. And everybody who encountered him was like, this kid right here is one of a kind. Like, you know, we can't get mad at him if he because he don't do anything to cause us to be mad. He's so he's such a sweetheart. He's a great kid. You have a great kid. And there have been people that didn't want to be bothered because he was like that. No, I want you to be, you know, hood-like. I want you to, you know, talk slang words. I want you to wear your pants down like all the other young boys. My son would never let you change him. No, he's not going to do that. He's not going to do that. Hallelujah. Speaking of my son, I should make a cake right now. Yeah. Make him a cake. We got ice cream already. Yeah, that'll be great. I'll make a cake and him some, you know, some dinner. When you get home from school, you eat, you know, around about five, you know. Sometimes four. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> anyway. How are you? How are you? Seriously. God turned it for me. How did God turn it for you? I just thank God that the oldest passed away, man. Jesus. All things become new. When you think that you stuck in something, and God show you that he got a way of an escape, it's nothing like it. Nothing like it. Nothing. I was like, how can I get out of this? I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I made an ultimate mistake. And Christ came because he said, no, I'm the ultimate sacrifice due to your mistake. Come on now. Jesus. Jesus. I understand, John. Prepare you either way. You know what? Come on, John, with that. Camel skin weighing and you know wild locusts and honey eating stuff. So, come on now, he's I ain't eating that no more. I'm eating good in the kingdom. I'm eating good in the kingdom. <laughs> I love you guys. I go from generation to generation. Yeah. <laughs> I love you guys so much. You know, you guys go look at my mansion and tell me what you think. Not you guys, I'm talking to them. Excuse me. I got to remember, you guys not seeing me, you're going to hear me. I'm telling John, you know, John the Baptist and him, go look at my mansion and see what it looked like. <laughs> tell me what, tell me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Let me tell you what he just said. I grew up watching Aladdin, right? I've always watched the, you know, princess and prince things like, you know, Mermaid, Cinderella, those are things were out in the early 90s. And I just kept watching that. And um, with Aladdin, I really liked the Taj Mahal. But I didn't know it was called that. I was like, whatever that is, that place is, it's so beautiful. It's so big. It's so beautiful, man. And once I found out in school, it's called the you know, Taj Mahal. That's what John the Baptist just said to me. Your mansion looks like the Taj Mahal. <laughs> a split image and you'd be so amazed what's on the inside you know it's connected to another mansion so you can imagine how big it is I thank God for that favor 
Yes. That gym about Satan last night, guys, it had me up. I didn't want to go back to bed to feel his ankles and reaching up to feel like, you know, is this you, Christ? I'm reaching up. I'm, I'm not able to really do anything, see or feel. I mean, I can feel but not do anything else. And for me to reach out my hand, imagine somebody grab your fingers in between theirs and they bend all of yours backwards to the point they're trying to break them all at one time. But he couldn't break them. He kept trying. And all I could do is pull my hand back like, you are evil. Darn you evil, man. Dang. Like, I know we've been taught the story, but when you actually, you know, see it for what it is. An archangel thinking like that. Jesus. Went from an archangel to a demon. My God. And you know how we get forgiven. You know, we be forgiven for what we do. And we, you know, God, you know, prepare a way of an escape for us. It's final for him. There's no amount of apologies in the world. That's it for him. I thank God that it wasn't it for me or it for you. Father, I lift up both hands. I lift up their hands. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you. He said 12 o'clock, Father. He said 12. Yes. Go running. <laughs> well, not running, walking. Yes. Yes, Father. God said, just stick with him and I'll see some results by Friday. Okay? Let's let him do it. Okay, Father? You're going to be my personal trainer. God will be your everything. I'm trying to tell you. I'd be like, God, can you hold me at night? Can we watch things? You know, we, we watch like different places around the world, you know, 4K, you know, Ultra D, I mean, HD version on YouTube. And it'd be like we in the country of Rome and just show the, the whole everything of Rome from afar, like, you know, from an airplane. And it's so beautiful. The landmarks everywhere. I was like, God, you got to take me to some of these places. I mean, I hear a lot about, um, what's that deserty place that all these uh, caves everybody go to? Well, whatever it is, you know, I um, I was like, God, I don't think I want to go there. You know, it's too dry. You know, I don't want to go there. You know, a lot of things, you know, it's too dry. You know, too, too hot and dry. I don't want that. I want to see a lot of rainfalls, you know. I want to see a lot of waterfalls, things like that, river streams and valleys. I'm a huge fan of valleys without the bears, though. Without the bears. God, darn, without the bears. You know, it's just so beautiful. The valley with all the trees and the sun hitting the water. And I wouldn't mind going kayaking, but not today. It got to be somewhere that's being created to be just safe, not a actual landscape environment. You understand? Something like a theme park kayaking. You understand? That's something been created to not, you know, go downhill versus going off a cliff to, you know, real kayaking. You understand? I've been blabbering a lot, guys. So, you know, I just want to say thank you guys for listening. I love you guys so much. I thank you guys for everything. I really do. I thank you guys for praying for me. Continue to pray for me. And my son and my family. As I pray for you and yours, you know, I just thank God for this season we're in, you know, God keeps telling me to stay in the atmosphere, expect the unexpected, 
Whatever you didn't expect to be, but you have to expect God to show up in any way he wants to. But still continue to expect to prepare until whatever you believe in God for shows up. I say, God, I'm so patient now. It's like I'm in a whole new level where patience is like, you know, it's all around me, all in and through me. Let me enjoy being restored. I'm so glad to be restored. Hallelujah. I thank you guys for never giving up on me, even though you probably didn't think about me as much, but I know I, I came across your mind. I thank God for you. I thank God for you guys not asking me what happened, what you do, and why you do that, and you're too fired up for that. And I thank you guys for forgiving me. I thank God for me forgiving myself. Nothing like being mad at yourself. I thank God for healing me from being embarrassed. You know, feeling the shame. I thank God for me standing when the Satan tried to come and try to put me to shame. You know? He don't know how to handle this day. He thought Q was going to stay in the bed and roll over. No. That's not happening. Not this time. No. I love you guys. It's my time for now. Greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. I love you.